Welcome to Sober Talk. I'm Dennis and I have lived experience of alcohol. If you or anyone you know is struggling with alcohol, please call Alcoholics Anonymous on 1300 2 or check out their website on aa.org.au. I'll just run through the preamble of Alcoholics Anonymous. Alcoholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength and hope with each other. They must solve their common problems and help others to recover from alcoholism. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. There are no dues or fees for AA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. AA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organisation or institution. Does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses or opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is to steer some and help other alcoholics achieve sobriety. Uh, we've got Adrian with us, and uh, um, Paula and Sharon, my sister. My sister Sharon's been having three years up, um, and just thinking, look at yourselves. My name's Adrian, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, three years sober, they were at Centre for Serenity Thursday. Thank you, Adrian. And my name's Paula, I'm an alcoholic. Um, sobriety date, the 28th of July. 2018, uh, my home group is Henley Beach 12 Promises and Sunday Night Exeter. Thank you, Paul. Hi. My name is Sharon. I'm an alcoholic. I've got nearly three years up in sobriety, and my home group is Port Adelaide. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, I do know out the uh, uh, how it works, preliminary uh, little bit of uh, chapter, which we do at an all meeting of AA. Thanks, I agree. Thanks, ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。ポーションチャプター。
Can you forget to take a personal inventory? And where were we wrong? Promptly Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Many of us exclaimed, what an order, I can't go through with it. Do not be discouraged. No one among us has been able to maintain anything like perfect adherence to these principles. We are not saints. The point is that we are willing to grow along spiritual lines. The principles we have set down are guides to progress. We claim spiritual progress rather than spiritual perfection. Our description of the alcoholic, the chapter to the agnostic, and our personal adventures before and after make clear three pertinent ideas. A. That we were alcoholic and could not manage our own lives. B. That probably no human power could have relieved our alcoholism. C. That a god could and would if it were sought. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, that was well done. My name's Adrian and I'm an alcoholic. Yeah. Um, uh, I say I'm an alcoholic because it's uh, part of the solution to my drinking problem is admitting that I've got a problem. Um, yeah. Well, I um, I drank for 25 years. Um, it seemed to me that at the start that it was a, a wonderful way to escape. I found um, people at situations difficult and anxiety-inducing. And when I drank, all the... The fear went away, and um, yeah, I thought, oh, here's the real me at last. Um, yeah, this suave guy. <laughs> such, yeah, it wasn't true. Um, well, by the end, it was um, crashed cars and and um, uh, constant pain and um, a feeling of dread and. Um, impending doom that wouldn't go away. Yeah. Um, I I got sober in 2020, just before COVID hit. Uh, My my first AA meeting was um, uh, a couple of years before that. Um, I admitted to my pain specialist how much I was drinking on top of um, the the methadone he was prescribing me for chronic pain. And um, he got me to... Hell, and I went to an AA meeting there, and uh, yeah, I, well, I had to admit I had a problem. I mean, I was a wreck. I you know, got to the stage where I was always very disappointed to wake up in the morning, in the morning, and yeah, so yeah, that's what dried me out. And I went to a couple of um, other meetings after that. And I did, yeah, I did admit I was an alcoholic, but um, that wasn't enough. Um, I, I did identify with what I was hearing in those meetings. I was carrying such a, a weight of despair and cynicism and bitterness and just, you know, really bad attitude um, that I, I just couldn't be bothered to continue to come to meetings and see if it would actually work. Oh, there. Right. Excuse me. No, I. Mm. Um, yeah. So I continued to drink for another two years um, until I was uh, about to be thrown out of my um, well, out of the place I was living. Um, and 
they were the last few people in the world who still cared about me because I made um, I isolated myself but I'd made enemies of friends um yeah they took me in and they made sure I got to meetings every day and yeah because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired and because I was there day in day out it eventually dawned on me that um, that that what everybody in the AA had I could have too and yeah what I found was people who were able to not drink and be happy about it and yeah when, when it was suggested to me um, by a friend a couple of years before I got sober that I should not drink since I've admitted I'm an alcoholic. Um, I mean, I just looked at him like he suggested I take a sword and cut off my, my, my head and then on my other hand somehow with my hand old sorry. It was, it was it's just cruel and horrible and, and ridiculous and stupid and wrong and broken. I couldn't, yeah. That really was what it seemed like. The idea of not being able, not drinking, like it was just impossible. I couldn't do anything without a drink. But when I was, I smashed, and um, limping about on a walking stick, and um, when I was being brought to meetings daily. Um, yeah, I, as I was saying, I found people who had something that I wanted. I was able eventually to admit to myself that I wanted, and I, I was. And they gave me a, a glimmer of hope that I could get it. What they had was they were they were comfortable in their own skin. They didn't need anything to be okay, to cope, to flourish. They didn't need any outside substance. They didn't even seem to need anybody else's approval. I mean, yeah, the, the people I met in are very inspiring. <laughs> and, um, yeah, when it was suggested that I um, do something about AA's program, Okay, I can take suggestions, and I did. Um, I found someone who particularly had what I wanted, and then I could relate to. Um, and this dude used to just radiate calm, and I was at that point the opposite. And yeah, I'm honestly if he'd if he'd be my sponsor. He said, can you pray? And I went, uh, it doesn't matter if I don't know what to Because I'd been a, a core atheist, um, you know, militant, very going on Christian chat rooms on the internet. Um, yeah. And he said, no, it doesn't matter if you don't know what to Can you pray? And I went, uh, can you give me a 
It's when we were off. Um, and it was just about them that so Cody go COVID hit and um, there were meetings all of a sudden. So um, yeah, I mean I needed something because yeah, my head I could never cope with it. I had to drink to put off all my feelings until the drink wore off, and then I'd drink again to put them off further. Without a drink, I needed something. And there's some kind of magic that goes on in having meetings. And it just calms down. I mean, even if I'm bored or annoyed or think the speaker is full of it, it still works. It's just amazing. In itself. Yeah. Um, but my my sponsor. Um, yeah, he took me down the beach and we sat on the ocean and talked about philosophy and spirituality and I was quite skeptical. It took him a, a few weeks to talk me around to a point where I could actually uh, start putting the steps into my life. Um, but yeah, between the fact that I wanted what I had when what he had rather and um well, something he pointed out that my own way of looking at the world and thinking of things had got me to a pretty bad place and I might need to try something else. Yeah. So if you keep getting, doing what you've always done, you'll keep getting what you've always got. And I think me was right. And so... Yeah, yeah. I, um, I mean, it sounds weird to me still saying out loud, but and I still, and these days I do it on a daily basis, um, twice a day. But I got down on my knees and handed myself over to God, and that's. I mean, in this day and age, in this post-Christian society, that's a very weird thing to do, really. But, um, and at the time it was sort of kind of like throwing out and throwing myself out of an aeroplane, not knowing if I had a parachute. But, um, yeah, it turns out that that God can do for me what I can't do for myself. Because I've gone without a drink for over three years. And I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I'm happy about it for a start. I'm just... in a much better place than I could have imagined before. Seems to do. Takes people like me who were broken and helpless and couldn't stop drinking and turns them back into, well, turns them not back, but turns them into brand new, flourishing humans. I, yeah. So, yeah, uh, what happened after 
of that was I. Um, well, my sponsor and I uh, went through the the nightmare, the uh, horror movie that used to play in my head all the time. Although stuff from the past that used to just come up and smack me in the face all the time, the, the fears that I draw out of the future, and and all the hatreds and resentments and terrible things that had happened in us that I'd done. And we went through them all, and in a clear-eyed look at them in this new perspective, um, that um, a spiritual approach to things gives. And it was difficult and painful, but afterwards I felt like a new man. Um, I mean, my stress levels went down, my... I was no longer choking on my own cortisol and adrenaline like I used to every day. And because of my pain levels went down, I was able to go and get some physio and get my leg back. My leg that I ruined in a drunken car crash back in 2010. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I say, I'm in a better position, a position than I could have ever imagined. And what it's like now is everything is grist, this spiritual meal. Everything is part of this journey of recovery, of learning and growing. And we can be a better, more useful Adrian. And, and I, I, get to, I get to live. I get to do cool things, things I, I'd never done while I was too busy hiding from the world and drinking. And drinking and going out and making a nuisance of myself and then waking up and gagging in my own shame and going back to hiding and drinking again. Yeah, these days I get to go out and meet people and do things and um, go and see the pro wrestling or um, maybe climb up a smallish mountain at uh, Peter Pound and travel all over the place and and not be held back, at least not completely held back by my own fears all the time. You know, still have progress to make there. Considering to start with, I was practically unable to leave the house without a drink. I've come quite a ways. And, yeah, and this, um, this method for dealing with the things that come up that um, made me angry. There's a certain amount of sitting with these feelings and then there's um, um, a process of writing them out of kind of inventory of um, who did what, or yeah, who did whatever, um, what happened, how it affected me and what part I played in that and see where I'm putting my own um, priorities, my own uh, emphasis. And in this, this process of... Um, self-reflection and prayer and meditation. I, my, my God isn't religious, by the way. It's, it's purely a personal individual thing, as it is with a lot of OA members. But, um, yeah, in this, in this process, I mean, I find such peace. I mean, I used to have to take drugs to feel this peaceful. And <laughs> I get to, yeah, just do normal things and be relaxed about it. And enjoy life.
And so, yeah, with a bit of service uh, and hanging out with fellow um, recovering, recovering alcoholics, um, I find that I'm very thankfully able to not pick up a drink one day at a time.
We have local meetings uh, for the full week in the local area. Uh, Monday's Gala meeting at 8 o'clock. Tuesday's Elizabeth East at 8 o'clock. Wednesday's Elizabeth East at 8 o'clock. Thursday's Two Wells at 8 o'clock. And Friday's Salisbury at 8 o'clock. There's a meeting at Daveron Park at 12 o'clock and on Sunday there's a meeting in Salisbury at 7 o'clock and many other meetings in the area. For details of your local meetings, please phone 1300-222-222. And once again, if anyone you know is struggling with alcohol issues, please call Alcoholics Anonymous on 1300-222-222. The website is aasouthaustralia.org.au.